Welcome to the Deliciously Alive podcast, where we explore what's possible when we allow ourselves the full human experience. My name is Sarah Campbell, and I'm your host. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing real and actionable insights on how to tap into your desires, feel truly alive, adventurous, and inspired to take action. I believe to my core that a vibrant, radiant, delicious life is possible for you. So pull up a comfy seat or join me on your favorite walk and we'll take this wild, messy, brilliant journey to living a life that lights us up together. Hey friend, what is up? I can't believe this is the first episode of the Deliciously Alive podcast and This has been a dream of mine for a really long time, so I'm so excited to be here. I am so thankful for you being here with me, and I really honestly just can't wait to dig into all the things that contribute to creating this incredible life and building this brilliant experience as we move through this journey, and I'm just really excited to be here with you. So... This is a bit of an introductory episode, a little bit about my thoughts about life and what makes it so incredible. And so I'm going to share my perspective. I always love hearing your perspective. So please always reach out to me. I'm going to put my email in all the show notes and let me know. Let me know your perspective. Let me know what your thoughts are. I really, really love hearing because um, this podcast is a great way for me to share and hopefully inspire and encourage you. But I love a good two-way dialogue and I love hearing what other opinions and perspectives are out there. So that, I just wanted to preface this episode with that and let you know um, what it is a little bit about my, my way of thinking about this whole Uh, personal growth piece of life. So the way in which we show up in life in a few key areas is the differentiator, at least in my mind, of how alive we feel and in turn, how much we enjoy our lives. So if you've been drifting along, going through the motions, and you know you want to feel more, to live a more vibrant life, you might be wondering, where do I even start? I know I felt this way when I first started on this personal development journey for myself. And I'm sure you intuitively know what areas of of your life contribute the most to your well-being and your sense of aliveness. There are the commonly talked about ones like your physical health or what you do for work. But in today's episode, we're going to be going through what I've experienced as the most important categories, if you will, or areas of life and how you can focus in on the things that will actually move the needle in living it incredibly well for you in your own life. Not forgetting, obviously, that life has twists and turns. And while I've experienced massive growth in all of these areas, there are times where some things come more easily easily, and sometimes where it's more of a challenge, even for me. And this has been, um, you know, it's really an evolution, a journey, and that's okay. Wherever you are right now is the perfect time to focus in and take steps in the right direction. The challenge is what makes us stronger coming out the other side. And it's something I choose to welcome. And I hope you do too, because after all, a life well lived, one with meaning and fulfillment, it's what we're all after, isn't it? 
So in this episode, we're going to talk about what those most important areas of life are, plus why each one should matter to you, where to hyper-focus in right away, and tangible steps that you can take today that will allow you to move forward in the direction of growth. So if you're ambitious and you have a hard time sitting back, know you want something more for your life and you're focused on your own growth and feeling more alive, I encourage you to go someplace quiet, listen closely to this episode because it just might change the course of your life for better. And I really hope it does. So I'm just going to start with a little story. I remember playing Lego a few years back with my son and he was just getting into building and was just venturing outside of towers, (laughs) the typical build it as high as you can. And he had decided to build a car and it was great. It was a great car. It even had a windshield and one perfectly sized car door, (laughs) but Lego being Lego, most of the pieces he had were square. So he went ahead and made the wheels with square pieces. Now, I don't have to tell you what happens with square wheels. Not ideal. Um, So we dug into the massive box of Lego, which, yes, I frequently step on. (laughs) I think I have scars on the bottom of my feet from. Um, And found some circular wheels to complete the masterpiece. And voila, perfection. So what I want you to imagine is that the quality of life, your quality of life, is a wheel with all the main elements that contribute to you feeling truly alive around the outer edge of the wheel. And now imagine if a few sections of that wheel were a little neglected, something you might rate a five or less out of 10. You might be feeling really great in your physical health and your love life, but your career is draining you, or you feel incredibly tuned in to God, creator, the universe, whoever you I, you know, refer to and identify with, and you contribute to your legacy really easily, but you're constantly scraping by trying to pay bills and your home is messy. It's suffocating. So when you're feeling good in some areas, but feel out of sorts in some of the other areas of life, it's like you're trying to drive with a square wheel. You get some momentum, but then quickly thunk, (laughs) drop to the ground only to hope and pray that the upswing will come from another area of life you're doing well in and keep you moving forward, even if it's slowly. But there's a key to keeping the momentum. It's driving with circular wheels instead of square ones. And it's for my growth-minded friends, the ones who know deep down that they are ready to make a change, to feel amazing, to experience life fully knowing that on the other side of brave and uncomfortable action comes unparalleled rewards. So let's dig in. These are the 12 categories or the areas of life as I see them. And again, you may have some different thoughts and perspectives. I'd love to hear them. But these are the 12 categories that I see that contribute to how vibrantly you live this one precious and amazing life. So let's dig in. Number one is mental and emotional health. And I've kind of ordered these in in my mind, what areas of importance, at least at the beginning, they're not all um, in areas of or rated according to importance. But I really do believe that mental and emotional health is, is so paramount because it creates a trickle effect. And they all kind of create trickle effects for each other. But This one really does create a trickle effect for the rest. So our emotional and our mental state 
well-being affects every other part of our life, for better or for worse. If there's inner turmoil, we, we simply can't show up as our best self and live a life of our dreams. Our thoughts and the things we feel as a result of our thoughts are the key to everything. I can't <laughs> underline bold, capitalize this more, at least from my experience. And there is nothing that matters more than protecting and nurturing your mind. It's the key to getting everything else you want in life. And it's why you hear successful people talk about mindset being that 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 piece that you, you can't do anything else without or you can't do it well or to the ability that you'd like to. The second one is physical health. And I just want to um, interrupt this for a second. This is These are things that I have on my journey these have all fluctuated. So there are times in my life where my mental health and my emotional health, I am really on point. I'm really focused. I'm dedicated. I I have my mind in a really great state. Um, And then there are other places in my life that, um, that are not, I would rate low. And so this is a bit about the journey and me being here to support you and being even just a couple steps ahead of you and being able to outreach or outstretch my hand and be able to, to give you a lift up. And so I just want to be super clear going into this as I move forward into these, that none of these categories, if you're not feeling great in these categories, that's okay. Keep going, keep your eye on growth for yourself know that it will come with the people that you surround yourself and the encouragement that you surround yourself with. Because the last thing that I want to do is have you listen to this episode and kind of hands throw up in the air and be like, that's it. (laughs) Too overwhelming, too much. Um, But these are, these are the, the, the areas that if you do focus in on a little bit at a time, together with your best and greatest people surrounding you, it will get better. So back to the bullet points. So we've, we've talked about our mental and emotional health. Physical health is the second one. Without it, everything gets harder. And it's not that you can't live a great life when you are not in the greatest of health, but you're probably not living your best life. And I've kind of done, I've, I've, had some really peak optimal performance with my physical health. And then I've gone through rough times and times where it's not at the greatest. And so I I can speak from experience that without that dose of movement, our brains in a fog, we can't play as much with our kids. Criticism around self-image tends to creep in. And that sluggish feeling that shows up affects everything around us, including how we perform at work, how we keep or don't our physical environment clean and inspiring. And it really does touch our entire life. So that is number two. And I think those two, the health piece uh, can't be, can't be stated enough. So moving after that, we really are looking at our, our community, the people that we put ourselves around and specifically our relationships. So most of us have relationships with family and friends. This is an interesting one. And while I'm not estranged with any of my any of my family, I recognize and I also believe that your ability to embrace the life of your dreams is directly impacted by the people you surround yourself with. 
And while we'll all have family by blood, I believe that having family and friends by choice as well and making the people you build relationship with a very intentional choice is incredibly important. That said, do you have a strong bond with others? Do you have your people? What is your relationship with your closest confidants and friends like? Feeling connected is so deeply human and a huge part of this aliveness and this feeling incredibly vibrant is we need connection and we need community to live well. And for most of us, we've got family and friends around us that it's important to look at that for. So this next category may or may not apply to you, and it's totally fine. If it doesn't, you can just move on, but or think about it if it's something that you're thinking about in the future, um, is your love life. And this one is optional because some people choose not to develop a relationship with an intimate partner. Uh, but for those of us who do, you know, if you've been in a relationship before, that your love, light, life, love life is paramount to how you show up everywhere else and how happy you are. Choosing to create a life with someone comes with amazing benefits and incredible challenge. Speaking from the experience of a 19-year relationship and knowing the highs and lows that come with that commitment, I know that when I'm feeling really good in my love life, it creates such a trickle effect everywhere else. And on the flip side, it's one of those things that is like, 911 this needs to be addressed when it's when it's that challenge moving through that challenge so it really does create that trickle effect that we talked about all of the other ones having and so they really all do work to what together and that's the reference to the wheel is that you need them all working together they don't all have to be a 10 you can't split your focus all the time but the idea is to increment incrementally increase the ability for you to drive on that round wheel and not lose momentum in the spots that create a little bit of a deficit. So the next one I want to talk about is physical environment. And this brings back, um, does it spark joy? (laughs) Marie Kondo jokes aside, because that was a really big thing. Um, When you're at home, at work, in your yard? Are you inspired? Excited? Do you look around and love what you see? If the answer is no, it's probably affecting you more than you think. And I've noticed this for myself. I've noticed that the clutter and not having my environment filled with the things that make me feel joy and feel calm, it does affect me personally. Um, clutter doesn't serve us, doesn't serve a purpose, light us up or have meaning usually, but the more we create our physical surroundings with intention and according to what makes us feel good, the more truly alive we feel. We just feel comfortable. We feel good. The next one that I want to talk about is career and business. So deep down, most of us want to find fulfillment, leave the world a better place and get paid to do it. This doesn't have to be doing whatever's trending at the moment either, I should I should say, because no one is glorifying your career doesn't mean that you can't have an amazing and fun-filled time. 
That said, when we are doing something that feels impactful for us, that challenges us to grow and we understand the correlation between what we're doing and how it can make the world a better place and it pays the bills, plus allows us the lifestyle we want. So you better believe that makes us feel more alive. And then spirituality is another one. Spirituality is whether you believe in God, the universe, source, whatever you choose to refer and believe, the connection with something greater than us plays a huge part in our vibrancy, the force we have in life and our belief that we're meant for something greater than just going through the motions. Why are we here? What's the meaning of life? Maybe we're just evolved organisms that are here simply to reproduce and go through the motions of survival of the fittest, but I'm not buying it. Um, And it's totally fine if you do, but that's just not my life experience. My life experience tells me we're we're here for something greater, to contribute to something better, um, a better world, a better life for others to give And um, our connection to something greater fuels a lot of the good in the world. So I'm definitely here for it. The next one is wealth. And so I've lived on both sides of this coin. I've literally had to buy food based on the $1.50 in my bank account. And at other times in my life, had more than enough to pay bills, invest, travel, get the car repaired, adventure, and not check my bank bank balance. I heard a saying once that if you can't manage $2,000, you can't manage $200,000. And while I definitely believe that to a degree, that that's true, I also know that having money and building wealth feels freaking amazing and living with the abundant feeling that comes with making more than you need is incomparable. And my experience is that when you have that that space between your immediate needs like groceries and rent and things like that or mortgage if you when you have the space above and beyond that for flex it really does change your life experience it changes how you show up entirely so i really do believe wealth is a big piece of how alive you feel the next one is one of my favorites It is adventure and play, rest and rejuvenation. And I love this so much because so much of my life has been the stories that I go back to when I think about the things that I'm proud about or the things that have lit me up over the, over my past. It's really a lot of this category. And so I This is, while it's not something that's your basic needs like physical health, it plays a huge part in that extra bit of life that contributes to you being deliciously alive. It contributes to the vibrancy that you live with. So have you ever had a moment where you sat back and realized that you're pushing hard, like eye on the prize, blinders on, not stopping to notice anything else? Maybe you're incredibly motivated at work and as a result, have the job of your dreams or family is so important to you that every moment outside your daily routine is dedicated to them. And you can't remember the last time you did something unexpected 
Or maybe you're building a business and balancing that and work, leaving not much time for anything else. This is something I'm totally guilty of, but I also know that when I prioritize adventure and fun, as well as rest to balance out those periods of focus, I'm so much happier. I honestly perform better in all the other things I'm doing, and I feel more ease, flow, and joy in life. This is one of those overlooked elements of living a delicious life that's so vital. And like I said earlier, one of the biggest ones that I've experienced as kind of like that cherry on top. So the next one is alignment with your true self, your nature. So we're obsessed with personality results and self-assessments. I know I am anyways. Uh, Enneagram, Finder, Human Design, Colby, DISC, and all the other ones. Um, why? Because a huge part of living a life we absolutely love is living life according to our nature, who we truly, truly are, based on our strengths and not trying so hard to do things in a way we're not naturally and uniquely wired to do. I'll never forget the first time I heard about human design. I'm normally very science-based and human design felt a little out there to me, so I wasn't 100% sure about it, but I uh, found out about it from a friend and when I was told my type and what characteristics, needs, desires that came along with it, I was floored. I didn't know that, I don't, I don't know that I've ever felt more seen or understood than in that moment. It was pretty crazy because it made me feel like I could move forward and honor my true self, live truly in alignment with how I was supposed to show up. And it felt so good. A huge part of feeling truly alive is that honoring of self and showing up to live in alignment with that. And then the next one, last, uh, second last, community and contribution. So if you ever hear that giving does as much, if not more, for the giver than the person on the receiving end, as humans, we create feel-good chemicals in our brains, and I'm sure you've heard this, but if you haven't, we do, such as serotonin, dopamine, and oxytocin, every time we are in contribution and giving mode. I used to think personally, and this is something that my husband really helped teach me, is that um, I used to think I'll have this much money or stuff or time, and then I'll be able to give. But the truth is giving before you're in abundance is actually what creates the abundance to come back to you, both in money, stuff, time, and in happiness. So that was that's a huge one. And you're normally looking at that after you've gotten the basics underway, like the emotional health, the physical health, but it really does contribute to this amazing and incredible life, being able to leave legacy, leave contribution, share, give, build community. And then last but not least is your vision for the future and your personal growth. So Helen Keller said it best when she said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight, but no vision, especially when you're ambitious and don't know how and where to channel your energy. The degree to which you know what you're going for and the growth you experience along the way is directly, I believe, directly linked to how alive you feel. 
And it's the difference between getting the life you want and just floating along, going through the motions, which is something that really was the, what moved me into action is that I wasn't, I wasn't okay with the complacency and the mediocrity. I didn't want to just float along life. And so that vision for the future is huge because it is the catalyst that moves you forward into all the things you ever have ever wanted to, to do and experience. Whew. <laughs> okay, that's the roundup. This one, this episode is a little bit longer than probably most of the solo episodes because I really wanted to share these 12 categories of life because I really do believe they contribute to you feeling deliciously alive and getting the, the, the life you dream of. So when it comes to deciding what to focus on, there are a few ways to do it. My suggestion is to choose either something you're moderately happy with and you're super motivated to improve. For me right now, I'm moving forward in with my physical health and I always have areas of focus. These, I don't, I never have a time where I'm not focusing on one or more of these areas. Um, But so you can choose something that you're like, all right, that's okay. I'm not like, it's not the worst. It's not super painful, but it's not the best. And you're super motivated to move and improve on it. Or what I've done in the past as well is the area that you're least happy around. And it's an issue enough to make it your first focus. So it's painful enough that you're like, it doesn't matter what else is on the table. This needs focus now. So the first gives you that momentum. It's not as tough to tackle. And once you're feeling really great in one area, it's easier to keep going in another area of your life. The second is a pain reliever. And sometimes there's that part of life, I know I just mentioned, that needs immediate action and it can't wait. And so choose what approach feels better for you right now in your life. And whatever you choose, I want you to pick one thing. Don't dilute your focus. It's so easy to say, I'm just going to get a little bit better in all the areas, but it splits your focus too much and you end up, in my experience anyways, you end up not focusing strongly enough in one area to make a noticeable difference. And so don't dilute your focus, go all in, take a full month and work at it every day. Maybe it's your love life and you choose to do one kind thing with love every day for your partner. Or maybe it's your physical health and you choose to move your body and sweat every day for the next 30 days. So the takeaway here really is that there are simple things you can infuse in every day to feel more alive in these categories. And improving these areas of your life makes your life more enjoyable overall. The minutes add up to weeks. And I didn't really talk about this a lot, but I wanted just to... to, make a note about it is that it doesn't have to be long. It can be 10 minutes of exercise a day. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, hours and hours because the minutes add up to weeks and over time it creates that noticeable difference. Focusing on one important area at a time often makes you more motivated to work on the others. And if you know what areas to focus, you can direct your actions and therefore direct your life. And if you do, here's my promise to you. If you pick one area of life to focus on, make it front of mind every day and take one micro step toward each day, 
in 30 days, you'll feel so much more incredible and alive in that area of life. I've done this before. I've done it multiple times. I know it works. So take a minute after this episode to rate the areas of your life, one to 10, choose a focus and brainstorm ways to take action. Head to the website deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide and download your free self-assessment visual chart. So this is where you're going to identify how alive you feel in each of these categories right now. Then I want you to check out the resource guide listed beside it. This is where you can choose the area of life you want to double down on. And in this guide, you'll find resources to spark more joy, fun, and overall improvement in that particular area. This is going to be an involving resource, so I'll remind you from time to time to check it out again in future podcast episodes, depending on what you want to focus on. But for now, choose something and get started. Put post-it notes up to remember, journal about it every morning, spend the first 10 minutes of your day thinking about what you can do today to improve or take a step forward. Stay hyper-focused on that area of life for 30 days and use the tips I share in the resource guide to take actionable steps in the right direction. And know that you've got this. I'm here for you. If you ever feel stuck or you want encouragement, I'll pop my email in the show notes. And I'm honestly not joking. I would love to hear from you. So surround yourself with the right people. Focus. Choose that area you want to dedicate this next 30 days on. And I can't wait to hear how it impacts your life. Thank you so much for listening to the Deliciously Alive podcast with me today. We hope it brought value to you and created a bit of inspiration and encouragement that will move you into action. For more, you can head on over to deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide to get our free resource guide that will show you actionable ways to live an incredible life, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who would love it too or leave a rating and review. It means the world to us and gives us feedback on what to do more of. That's all for this episode. So till next time, stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you.